Are you ready? Welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a channel where you get an unfiltered, raw, and authentic conversation about the challenges of being an entrepreneur and tips and tricks on how you can scale your business to the next level. If you are looking to scale your business, then you're in the right place. Introducing our host, Alexa Diagostino. Hello and welcome to the Think Millions podcast, a podcast where we come live every week and we share tips on how to scale your business to millions. I have my partner in crime, Tanya Mare, here with me today. And we're going to talk about her favorite topic because she's literally obsessed with this topic. And we're going to talk about effective time management techniques to scale to seven figures. Because what I find, and I don't know if you find this, Tanya, but most people think that their issues are lead generation, sales, and marketing, which nine out of 10 times, that's an issue too. But to me, the two biggest problems we see, especially in new startups or new CEOs or new entrepreneurs, is confidence, clarity, and the third is time management. People do not know how to effectively manage their time. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. Welcome. Thank you for coming. Yes, I, I love this topic. And, you know, I'm going to just bring it. I'm going to start it off. <laughs> what? Do you love this topic? You love because, this topic? <laughs> because it's more than just time management. It's managing a bunch of things, right? It's managing your habits. It's managing your skills. It's managing your schedule. It's mastering your calendar. I'm going to bring it and start it off with, with my favorite quote. And you already know what it is, right? You can't manage what you don't measure and you can't measure what you don't define and you can't define what you don't understand. And half the time, you know, we talk to these entrepreneurs, we're, we're coaching, we're consulting, and they don't even understand what it is that they need to be doing. And, but they don't even know how to measure it. Right. And at the end of the day, if we're not measuring, you know, our productivity, then what are we even doing? Or we're, we're running around like a chicken with our heads cut off. And that happens so often. And and people always ask, how do I become a millionaire? Well, you have to start thinking like a millionaire. And what does a millionaire do? They protect their most valuable resource, which is what? Their time. Their time, <laughs> right? And people just don't know how to do it effectively, unfortunately. Like, I'll give a couple examples. We have a student who's been in our program for two months and still has not met with me. So I write her and I'm like, hey, like, what's going on? My job is not to babysit you and chase you. And her response was, I just don't have time in the day. This is why I need you. Well, yeah, you have to prioritize meeting with me so I can fix. There's no reason why you don't have time. Like, we're running a multi, we're running a multi seven figure, almost eight figure business. And I'm not working more than eight hours a day. Like none of us are. We're bussing our butts. And yeah, at nights and weekends, we're definitely jumping on more than a normal person. But like, if I want to go for a walk in the day or Tanya has to go get a scan in the middle of the day, we can do it. Like we can prioritize our life because we're good at hiring people, prioritizing what we have to do. Like 99% of the things people do, they don't need to be doing. It's true. And when we think about excellence or we think about scaling, right, going from six to seven, seven to eight, it's not an act, it's a habit. And so this is why I love, love our boss audit that we have in our course, because it really makes you stop and evaluate the things that you're actually doing on a daily basis. Because I can guarantee anybody out there listening that there's probably 75 to like 85% of what you're doing is not necessary. And half of it, you probably shouldn't be doing. You should be outsourcing. So I think that's really like the first thing that anybody should do is boss audit themselves and audit 
what they're doing on a day-to-day basis and also understand how they're doing things, right? right? What are your habits? How are you starting your day? right? How are you finishing your day? And, you know, are you taking breaks in the middle of the day? Cause breaks matter. So there's so many things that go into this, but I just, it's I actually funny. Cause I was, I was joking on a project management call this morning. I'm like, I'm finding it so hard to prioritize and to actually get work done being in the sun. I was kidding. Like, to be honest with you, <laughs> I feel like I've worked less and gotten more done. And it's because I am taking more breaks than I was in freezing New York. I'm going for walks. I'm having more conversations. I'm having more sales calls than than I have in the last like two weeks. I'm doing more. I'm executing more. And I, I feel more productive, even though I feel like I'm working less. Oh, yeah. Because there's a big difference between being busy and being productive, right? Someone who's busy has that like long to-do list. They're just at their computer and they're there and they're just, you know, kind of grinding through the day. They're not taking their breaks. And, you know, I think now more than ever, obviously work-life integration is so important, but understanding the difference between busy and being productive, right? Like someone who's productive, they can say no, right? Actually, they say no more and they prioritize, you know, the good healthy habits and set those boundaries that are going to make them more responsive and more productive throughout the day. And then, you know, I also think someone who's productive has that really good habit of knowing how to do deep work, right? I mean, there's so many distractions today. I mean, think about it. We got our Slack channel pinging. We got all day long. long. And this is going off over here. But when you really need to go into putting in the deep work and you're working on something that is really important for you to have your full attention, I think it's important to know what time of the day you tick the the best at, right? Like I'm a morning person. I know that when my house is still silent, people are still sleeping. My kids are sleeping. It's like 5.30 AM. My brain's on fire. Like I'm like, I'm ready to run like a marathon. I can, I can literally go in and do like my deep work where I know that I'm going to be like super creative and that's my time. Right. So if people can really pay more attention to that as well, and then, and then shift their schedule in a way where the, you know, those harder tasks and those things where they need their, their most, attention on they have during their their highest peak times and everyone's different. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, it's setting boundaries. So a perfect example of this is everybody wants to meet with me. Everyone's like, no, I want to meet with you. I want to meet with you. And I'm, and I, and I used to like feel bad about like, all right, fine. I'll meet with you. And now I'm like, no, you meet with my business partner. You don't meet period. Like I can't take every single call that comes across. Like it's impossible. And so one of the most important things is to protect your boundaries and have boundaries. Now, if you're just starting out, no, you should be taking every call. I'm like well beyond a a startup, but you have to make sure to protect your time and energy. And this includes people. Like there are certain clients, like Tani and I discuss this all the time, a number of clients we've just fired because they were just exhausting. And then it would just make me exhausted for the rest of the day. It would ruin the day. And so we're really intentional with who we even spend time with. And it's, it really does matter because it's a trickle effect. You have a bad call at 9am, your whole day is like ruined. It's, you know, so you have to protect your boundaries. You have to protect your time and you have to protect your energy, like incredibly important. Yeah. And when I think about the topic of protecting your energy, I know how hard it is for everyone who's listening, right? Solo, being a solopreneur, an entrepreneur, we always feel like everything has such precedence, right? Like everything's so important and I need to do everything. Everything's top of the list. 
But the more that we can get organized and learn true prioritization, like what is the one thing that I have to do by 12 noon today? And just really be able to focus on that one thing at a time. And, you know, because I know that we all out there have these big, hairy, audacious goals, right? But if we could focus on those little, little step points along the way, those little micro goals, that will help us to prioritize and achieve so much more. Well, most people don't even set goals. I mean, at all. How many times we have people who are like, all right, what are your goals? And you're like, I want to make a million dollars. I'm like, okay, really? What? Like you made 30,000 last year. How do you expect to make a million this year? Like, could you maybe, <laughs> but if you never made a million dollars, like for us, it's like riding a bike. We start a business and we make a million. Like it's not hard for us because we know how to do it, but there's so many steps that you have to learn. And I we always equate it to you're walking up a steep staircase trying to get to the top. And you're already looking at the top rather than the little steps. Like Tanya said, you've got to just take one step at a time. And the hardest thing for people to do is take that first step. And they sit there and they procrastinate and they think like we have students that think they're on the staircase, but they're still at the foot. And they haven't even taken the first step. And they're just doing mindless, stupid tactics or not tactics, tasks, because they're too scared to take that first step. And I look at like Natasha is a perfect example, uh, like, and I'm so proud of her, like she was at the foot of the staircase for months. And finally, I feel like I just like it was one call. I remember the call, I literally basically just pushed her on the step. I'm like, yes. just like stop bitching and go. And she yeah. took that, like kind of f- stumbled into it. And now she's slowly climbing that stair click case. And I'm proud of her where like, and Elizabeth was already on the stairs. Like she was already there and, and, but she like kind of was stuck, right? She like this, the yeah. next staircase like, was a little steep for us. One step forward. <laughs> boost up, you know? And so we boosted her up and now she's just like going towards that top. And we can give a lot of examples of our students. Some of them are still just on the base and you just, they just got to take that first step. And it starts with really just taking that step, which is what Tanya said. It's like, you have to have micro goals. You got to have them. Yeah. I mean, having organization, prioritization, integration, it, it takes a lot of discipline, right? And it takes a lot of routine. So this is not something you know, for anybody who's listening that you're going to snap your fingers and it's going to happen overnight. It's something, it's a muscle, right? It's, it takes practice and, and building this routine. So the first thing I I say is definitely start with your organization. Like ask yourself, I think it's important. Clarity is everything. Like, I think that you need to be real with yourself, right? Like ask yourself, is your organization and your schedule and your integration right now contributing to your harmony? Right. Cause I don't, I don't believe in balance. You already know that, right? Like no such thing as balance. Harmony is where we want to be, you know, and then ask yourself, like, is the way that you're prioritizing contributing to your productivity, right? Like, are, are you able to be more productive? Like, is what you're doing working? Are you busy or are you productive? You know, and is, what is your speed to implementation, right? That's a, a perfect example with the student we were just talking about. What are your speed bumps? What are your roadblocks? Because a lot of times when it comes to productivity, you know, there's certain things that hold us back, whether it's the perfectionism or fear of, you know, other people, what they're thinking or the fear of failure. It's really like digging deep, doing that boss audit and being truly real with yourself. Because the more that we can identify what's blocking us, the easier we can, we can write self processes to really be able to overcome that and then move quicker and quicker and quicker where we're just flying over those speed bumps and they're not even affecting us anymore. Well, it's easier to blame other people for why you're not where you are, right? Than to look at your tasks that you do every day. Like people think I'm crazy, but literally what we do with our students, we tell them three things every day 
that are revenue generating. That's what I want you to do. And if you can't every day consistently tell me three things you are doing to move your company forward, that is why your company is not moving forward. And even with us, if me, you and Deb cannot do three revenue producing things a day, we're not moving our company forward. And like, there's been days where I'm like, shoot, I didn't do three revenue producing things today. Okay, that's unacceptable, right? And and that is called self accountability. <laughs> like, and and sometimes people can't, and that's why we have this group. We have this group called Passion to CEO, where this program is insane for the price that we charge. But it's accountability. We give tactics, strategies. We're giving all of our lead magnets that have won awards. I mean, you're talking. Are we've won four two comma funnel awards? You get the funnels that won those awards. You're getting our email ca- campaign. It's just insane the amount of stuff that they get. They we have group sessions, one on ones. Like it's insane what what this has. But one of the biggest parts of the program is this accountability, and to me, it's one of the most important pieces. It's the, the accountability and the mindset. When Deb dives into his mindset, calls and accountability, I think. It's everything because the roadblocks usually are within ourselves, right? And, you know, at the end of the day, getting something done is better than nothing, right? So like rinse, repeat, learn, like fail forward, right? Like I do things every day that I'm like, yeah, that didn't work. (laughs) But you have to, because that's the only way that you learn. And it's the only way that you get better. You have to fail and fail forwards. And a lot of times people get scared to fail and it's a large reason why a lot of people don't do the right task. And we're talking uh, about effective time management. And all of this has to do with it. Accountability, doing the right things. Like you could have effective time management and still be doing the wrong things. If you want the real technique, it's hold yourself accountable and get somebody else to hold yourself accountable because there's nobody on this earth. Inclu- I would say I'm probably one of the best people like I've ever met at getting shit done. And I still... Like we have Maria, who's on our internal team. And what did I say this morning, Tanya? I said, write me every hour until it's done. And I'm excellent at getting stuff done. Like Mm -hmm. we literally have somebody that holds us accountable on a team to get stuff done. Even though we're all really, Tanya and I are, are excellent, Deb, excellent at getting stuff done. We still have somebody that holds us accountable. Yeah. You have to, because things happen. We're busy. Yeah. So if you're listening out, just do it. Get the shit done. Launch that course. Write that book. Send out that email. Make the call. Do what you have to do. And realize that the perfectionism, like no one's perfect. Because honestly, that was my roadblock for the longest time. Perfectionism. I mean, I'm perfect, but I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. That was a joke. <laughs> I mean, you're pretty close to it. So, but you know, taking action. <laughs> Taking action is the best way to receive feedback. And if we're not receiving feedback from ourselves or from other people, then how are we going to make modifications and improvements? We're not. You're going to stay stagnant and you're going to have that same schedule and that same, the same bad habits. And you're going to be on that, you know, that solopreneur wheel where people aren't able to scale. And, and, and it's, it's a huge step. It's a huge step. A hundred percent. So for everybody listening, if you want help in this, we have an amazing tool for you. It's called the Boss Audit. Tanya created it actually for herself and then ended up bringing it into our program. We use it. I use it. It's amazing. It will help check what you're doing, if you're doing the right things and what you should and shouldn't be outsourcing. It's a great tool. You can email us at support at thinkconsultinggroup.com for it. It's also in the show notes. You can go get that email or you could DM me or Tanya on any of our social media to get that tool. I highly recommend if you want to get to the next level, 
This is how you do it, everybody. Forget about lead gen, marketing, sales. If, if you're struggling in that five-figure range right now, even in the early six-figure range, this is going to blow your business to the next level. All right, well, thank you. And we will see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of Think Millions Podcast. If you're enjoying the show, please feel free to rate, subscribe, and leave a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really appreciate that effort and we'll catch you in the next episode.